feel about the show? How do you feel about shows like this? That is a very interesting question. <laughs> interesting question. Um, as I was walking around, uh, I think it's really cool, yeah. and that I th- I like that people are doing what they want, and like they're so ha- people are so happy, yeah, and they've been looking forward to it, and they're they've got their list, and they're there with their friends, and I love the energy of it. The mm-hmm. stuff itself, I don't relate to at all. Yeah. I just feel like um, I'm not that demographic. I mean, I have my entry points of like Adventure Time, which I've done boarding yeah. for and I really like. I also don't relate in some way to the obsession, yeah. the fan, the fandom obsession. Yeah. I'm into it because I'm into whatever makes you happy. But I, I realize I feel like I don't relate to that idea of consumption in that way. Hmm. You know what I mean? I have my own hang-ups about consumption as we all freaking... Yeah. As we all do. Yeah. You know, because we're modern humans or sure. whatever. But I don't... I I feel like it's... Um, and it's not a generational thing because there are a lot of people from different ages walking mm-hmm. around. But um, it seems... I, yeah, I just, I just don't relate on one level. But I'm just happy that people are happy. Yeah. And that's, like, awesome to see. I, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody last night. I mentioned to them that I was coming here, and she's not a person who's gone to a lot of these. Yeah. And when you have the conversation with somebody who hasn't been to a lot of these, they generally are excited for you and get yeah. slightly <laughs> jealous of the fact that you get yeah. to come to the show. Yeah. No, because I, I think it's a spectacle, and people love spectacles. Yeah. And I love a spectacle, too. Um the corporate thing is interesting. It's it feels somewhat orchestrated in a way sure. that is. Um, it almost has to be though for something of this scope. Yeah, and that's true. And that's true. Um, uh, it's it's very 2014. I don't know. I don't know. It's it it feels like. Yeah. I, are they going to get bigger? Or are they going to like? Yeah. Are they going to fracture and yeah. splinter into like multiple sort of things? I don't know. You know, but um, they are very important. They don't right now. Yeah. They 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 certainly don't seem sustainable after after a certain point. Like especially when you. I mean, I assume you've been to San Diego yeah. a number of times. Um, once, once. Yeah. Okay, that's a number. <laughs> <laughs> that is a number. Uh, but once you once you get once you get on the other side, and once you're um, covering it in some fashion as 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 a job, once you're an exhibitor, once you're on the other side of the table, once once you have to be at a place at a certain time, yeah. and you have to get through all those crowds to get yeah. there, uh, it you, the whole thing is totally overwhelming. I mean, I was. I was you know, I was telling Gina. I mean, this is at the Javits Center, so right. just getting here is kind of a, yeah. a nightmare and in and of itself. Today. And it's raining today. And I was walking. I think this is funny. I was walking behind a really slow guy in a flash costume. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it, it, this it gets to be a job really quickly. It does, and I. It's just funny because I'm always really surprised when they want me to come here because <laughs> I don't feel like anybody would know me. Yeah. I feel so squarely entrenched in like the weird alternative comics yeah. thing. which is about five boots and most of them yeah, are under McMillan so that's what I think is so interesting about this thing it's like I can't see how one person could be interested in all of it yeah you know you have like 
I was really into this weird, like, old illustri- like movie poster illustration mm-hmm. booth over there that was like, oh, I remember that from, like, the VHS boxes in, like, the video store. But that's the fun. That's the appeal of it is that, yeah. is that it's it's just a place full of niches of, like, little things that you can hyper-focus on. I know, but I was just on. wondering about, like, uh, the average person, are yeah. they th- here to see... 10 booths or do they like it all it's a good question or is there an you know? average person yeah yeah I, I'm just curious I'm not even yeah. speculating anything I'm just curious about well I remember I remember being here a couple of years ago I can't even remember if I went last year that's how much of a blur these things <laughs> come to me like yeah. I can't yeah. keep track yeah. um, and the amount of times I have to go to the Javits Center right. in a given year but uh, it, it, was, it was maybe two years ago and Fanagraphics had a tiny booth and mm. I just remember like I remember seeing Gary Groth there and feeling Bad for you're him. like whoa. Where where you're you're such a superstar and yeah, you know how many I mean how you know how many alternative conventions are there that Fantagraphics could go to and be, yeah. and then here it was just a little bit. And I, I don't know if that's a, a sustainable. I, I don't know how any publishers sustain themselves in general, but I don't that's know. True. I don't know if that's a sustainable business model for a company like that to come here for a second. They're under a larger publishing umbrella. Right. Right. No. Um. I I guess sometimes it's good to be knocked on your yeah. your ego to be like knocked sure. down. No, <laughs> like, that's no, that's people a, that's don't a give a point. shit about you. That's a fair like, point. Yeah. And whereas in your little scene or your little like bubble of alternative comics, you're a god. Yeah. And then oh, actually, but the vast majority of people like don't care is like sort of a good thing to remember. Sometimes there, there's there's definitely <laughs> something they said about the idea of having something having a product that is so I guess appealing that people could come here wearing a flash costume right. and they could pick it up and be interested in it yeah. uh, 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 this idea of sort of like breaking through yeah. to somebody else I mean it's one thing it's one thing to sit at you know SPX with, with yeah. your, your your zine or your book yeah. and have people who know that world already right. enjoy it no I I guess it's all about... I feel like all of this is sort of like an attempt to connect to people. Yeah. Sure. And it's like... That's, that's what, what art is, right? And yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm going to say. It's like I my attempt to connect to people and who I try to connect with and how is just one way. And yeah. then this is a totally different way where you're meeting your friends from the internet and yeah. like you're connecting over these franchises that you love and stuff. So... You can't, like, kind of diss either one, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, a different style of trying to connect with people. Whether, whether intended or not, you've, you've diversified a lot in that regard. Not intended, but I'm very glad <laughs> because, I mean, intended in a way, but um, I've just, I've been very lucky in that people have looked at my work and said, oh, that could apply to this thing yeah. that I have, you know, yeah. which is lucky for me. Uh, you know, obviously, you, you've got you've, you've got a couple of graphic novels. Uh, you've got a web comic. Mm. Um, you know, you're doing the teaching. You're, you're doing. We, we could talk a little bit about uh, Adventure Time. Yeah. A, a little bit later, the New York Times illustration. Right. Um, I know. I know. For me, certainly, the only thing that ever keeps me sane at a job is being able to do different things and yeah. not having to sit down and do the same thing every day. I think that that is generational. I mean... You think so? Well, nobody... None of us expect that we're going to be able to retire. Yeah. That we're ever going to, like, get, like, um, a job and keep it for, like, 
50 years and like and furthermore I don't think people actually want to anymore yeah. like even my kids that I teach at SVA they um, they're cynical and jaded about the fact that like w- where is illustration going what did you used to get paid what do you get paid now and there's yeah. so many people that want to do it blah 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 but they actually don't want to just do editorial illustration every day for like 40 years they want to have all these multiple things going on and but like, you think it's you think it's partially economic and partially it's partially economic but also I think that um, you maybe look back to like an older generation and be like I don't want to be at the same job yeah. for like 40 years and look what happened you can get fired yeah. when you're like 55 or something sure. you know it's like that doesn't it's there's no guarantee of anything and diversification makes you feel a little bit more secure mm-hmm. in that you've got these multiple things that you're juggling and balls in the air or whatever and if that one drops down okay well, I've got this other thing I can focus on I feel like that's somewhat our safety net a little bit now but I think the trade-off is that it keeps you more interested in what you're doing well I'm, that, that's it exactly and, and I think that I, I, I think a lot of it comes to comes along with being an artist as somebody who doesn't, you know, who draws in very different styles. Um, I assume part of that is is the style to fit the job. You know, obviously, um, your web comic is not going to look like a New York Times illustration, right? Right. Uh, but part of it is probably just keeping yourself interested in a project, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. I think it's what feels appropriate to the material and the amount of time I have. Yeah. You know, like. And I'm always trying to kind of bring them together and then throw in an extra weird element to the illustration work or change it up in a way just because, again, I get bored. Yeah. But, um, that's good or bad. I mean, I think that if somebody said that um, they just wanted to have a thing and do it really, really well, I can't really begrudge them that either. That's yeah. probably smart in a way. <laughs> So, so you know, you've 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 been doing this in some form or another for like a decade or, uh-huh. or decade plus. Um, are you are you experimenting more, or are you are you sort of like settling into things after a point? I don't feel like I'm settling in at all. I feel like I'm at an impasse of like, <laughs> yeah, personally and professionally. Um, in that, I want to. I feel like I've explored a lot of what. I want to with illustration. I still illustration will always be a part of my life mm-hmm. because I really like cer- certain things about it, and certain projects are still incredibly exciting to me. But I feel like I've been naturally gravitating to more writing sort of things and comic things yeah. and applications that I haven't even thought of that, but other people have come to me with. It's like, oh, okay, well that's. That's a pretty big, different way of working. A pretty, a pretty different way of working, and a different way of sort of self-conceptualizing mm-hmm. too, because they're really different. Being a writing is so hard and painful and terrible in some ways. You know, but that's a, that, that's. I mean, that, that's a hundred percent. All right. Uh, it, it, it's it's a very subjective thing because I. You know, I, I, I write every day, and, right. and it's one of those things where I'm like, well, this is literally something anybody who's literate at some, on some level can do. I mean, everybody writes, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Well, no, though. <laughs> Not everybody's good at it, but right. everybody everybody writes. Every, right. Everybody, you know, especially these days when everybody's everybody's sending right. emails constantly. So it's it's hard for me to get on right. any sort of a high horse when it comes to writing. Sitting down and and drawing a picture. I mean, you know, right. the, the vast majority of people wouldn't know where to start with yeah, a white sheet of paper. Yeah, I think my practice will always be a combination of the two. Some yeah. with less, and some with more of this and less of that, and various proportions. But um, I do feel like I, uh, I guess I've just been surprised in wh- who approaches me for what kind of projects. Some of it I can't talk about, though, so I'm being like sure. slightly morbid about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's weird because you're you're switching from con- uh, illustrator, it's sort of content maker. Yeah. Which there's a lot more on the line as a content maker in a yeah. way. Uh, but also maybe less because there seems like there's probably it's probably less lucrative <laughs> um, on an hour to hour basis. But do, do do you feel like when you know when 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 the when the times or when anybody else approaches you with an illustration job, and obviously they've got th- th- that piece is there already. Like the, the 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 words are written. Yeah, they need something to go along with it. Um, this is gonna this is like an incredibly hacky question, but right. I feel like there's something to it. Right. So let me know if I'm going somewhere with it. Sure. Um, is there any sort of storytelling happening within the the illustration that you're using to complement? Well, the piece? that's what makes a, a good illustr- yeah. illustrator versus a you know a, a, a bad one uh, or, or a utility person. Yeah, like things can succeed on many levels. Things can succeed because they have fulfilled the problem, and then things can really sing, you know, yeah. because that person yeah. is engaged and sort of like taking it very seriously and also they're confident in their visual vocabulary and they're um, they're bringing their own thing to it and their own point of view but it's supplementing or contradicting in a way that is appropriate and uh, the skill to be able to do all those things that I just mentioned and get it like approved by the various people that it needs to get approved to is uh, very special, actually, and um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of. Uh, you see a lot of stuff that is published, but it's it's only successful on one level, in my opinion. Are, are you good, as, as somebody who's who's been doing this well? Are you good at uh, spotting something and, and figuring out whether people are phoning it in or not when it comes to illustration? Oh, I mean, I do believe that images have energy. Yeah, and they project energy out, and you see that you know when you're teaching and you just have. <laughs> you know 15 pieces on the wall some of them even if they fail on a fundamental level yeah they still project an energy that you can appreciate huh. whereas other ones they are they sort of tick every box yeah but there's no energy being communicated there's you think, no point you think of that's view. something inherent in the piece i mean you're, you're you're obviously bringing some of your own kind of baggage to it too right. when you're looking at it is it inherent to the piece yeah i just think that you can tell if somebody was engaged if somebody was paying attention if somebody's putting some of themselves in it if somebody's making this with emotion you know i I, I and it's just you just know when you see it in my opinion yeah um and i just again i sound like a total hippie but Uh. i just feel like images project energy yeah you know um how do you how does that translate into teaching? So you you, you, you teach over at, at, at SVA, yeah. and when you 
Um, I don't know what the, uh, the, 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 the the process is for, I guess, grading or, or whatever, but when... <laughs> I, yeah, you know, grading is probably a weird word. Are we talking about a school? No, they get yet? grades. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, you, you, you sit down with somebody, they have a piece... You've got your little new agey, a yeah. little bit of new ageyness. Yes. I put when, on my robes. Yeah, and then, you pull your crystals out. Yeah. Um, how do you have this conversation with them? Like, oh, like this, your energy is really good on this piece. Like, how do you how do you critique that? It's hard, and I teach fourth year students, mm-hmm. right? So they kind of have their bearings about them. Yeah. you know, in a, to a degree. And, and they've got the fundamentals by that They've point. got some of the fundamentals, okay. but they a lot of times they don't know what they want to do with it at all, right? Um, they haven't started thinking of it as an industry. But, to, yeah. but you do have these weird ephemeral conversations where the first question I ask is, like, did you like doing this? Mm. Yeah. And it sounds like such a dumb sort of, like, touchy-feely question. It's a homework question. assignment, so it's actually a pretty good question. And it's... And it's like, if they say no, then it's usually, I can say, I can tell. Yeah. Or if you're, they try to, or if they say yes, then that opens up and, okay, why did, why do you feel like it succeeded or didn't succeed, you know, or, sorry, there's a bug. Um, (laughs) um, uh, but I, I do feel like, I mean, at this point I just be like, I, you know, this is working, this isn't working, and here's why. And yeah. I can tell you the reasons why, because it misses some fundamental thing. But you do in- get interesting cases where something fails, but fails so spectacularly that it's weirdly successful in that um, they broke through to something more true to their experience or tr- it's on the right track huh. to something that... So you should pursue that if you, spail- if you fail so spectacularly? I always say fail spectacularly. Yeah. Versus just doing the same old thing yeah. over and over and over again. Um, because uh, I just don't see the point <laughs> of just sort of like doing what you're okay at. Yeah. You know, and it, that's tough because these days, too, you're spec- expected to be a superstar by the time you're in third year. So I just don't think that you should nail yourself down that early. I mean, do, do, do you. Do you encourage them to pursue something at least sort of like peripherally in 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 the realm of of, of art of what they want to do? You know, even, even if it means going to. I mean, you know, you've been you've been. It sounds like you've been fairly lucky from the standpoint of like, um, even when you're when you're sending something to a publication and they they, they have uh, final say of of what it looks like, you've still got some chance to play around some chance to really sort of enjoy yourself but well I think that that's that's why I mean I just sort of like it's your job to make this interesting yeah it's not the job of the art director to give you the most interesting things you have to find the thing that's interesting in it for you and that's going to be different for everybody right like and uh, if you can't do that then you're not you might be able to successfully make an illustration or whatever but you're not going to be in it for that long probably i mean you have to find the thing that's fascinating in illustration or in life i guess (laughs) and it's nobody's job to like hand that to you you know and sort of like point that out to you that's and that's why i honestly feel that there are true illustrators and and people that do illustration in a weird way it's the ones that 
can really get into that little like sliver of an opening of like where they can insert themselves into um, that problem and mm-hmm. sort of like play within that like sliver of <laughs> space. Um, that's like a very like unique person, actually. Yeah, I mean, this is, and this might ultimately be one of the the problems you have with with writing, especially when it comes to writing really uh-huh. creatively. Um, you know, the, the difference between uh, illustrating a, a uh, doing an illustration for a piece, or even um, drawing a, right. a book that somebody's doing the vast majority right. of the writing for, is that you, um, I mean, our artists. Most artists, maybe all artists, need need some constraints, right? Constraint, and I think it's. Uh, I've just been. Um, I'm very comfortable with interpretation. Hmm. You know, you're interpreting yeah. content, yeah, or you're interpreting a story, and you're adding to the story, but you're that's like riffing on the, the piece that needs to be the there content. in the first place, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I actually really like that, and I don't look down on it in any way um, because again I think that that's harder <laughs> easier said than done yeah um, and I like that challenge I love I actually really like collaborating with people I feel like there's like an alchemy that happens that I would never be able to come with mm-hmm. up I would never be able to come up with myself so uh, I, I'm not one of those people that like everything's a slog un- until I'm doing my own stuff like yeah. I actually don't feel that way. I think yeah. that there's like really interesting stuff that can happen between when two people are working together. Um, but I think the next, I feel like I, my next, I have another challenge and that is sort of like trying to understand what hmm. I, uh, what my point of view is, <laughs> you know, which is again, what I'm trying to yeah. teach students. I'm like, you know, trying to do that the, 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 the books that you've done with Rico are like, that's yeah. a pretty pretty nice transition into that it is and she's such a good collaborator like I say this to every interview but it's just (laughs) true in that like she is not precious with the thing she lets you take it and like do things that I'm sure she didn't expect and insert your own experience on top of it and um, she's like amazing in that way, you know. Like not everybody can do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you seem to have that in common, though. You don't seem super precious about the work that you do, ultimately. Yeah, I I think that it's really different, though. Like she goes in and is starting with a blank slate, yeah. whereas I, when I go in, it's like you're you've got a thing of clay and you're kind of like pushing it around, sure. and forming it or whatever. And so the ways that you have to be forgiving are and like empathetic are different for both of us you know like I just have to trust her to go and do the thing yeah <laughs> and uh, and and trust myself almost in that I can I'll be able to handle even if I don't fully get like I didn't fully get the book to be honest huh. when I first read it I'm like what is this about like da, 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 da. like and it was several we edited it together yeah. you know but it's like took me like a while to wrap my own mind around like some of the themes and some of the like the bigger the characters and stuff like that right but instead of like trying to force her to change it you know I I like to think that we work together to sort of like come to a middle ground what is this about is is an interesting question I mean obviously on a a base level you understand what what is happening in the story but it's a question why did she write this book um well, there are like 
Uh, it's not why. Mariko writes extremely sparsely. You know, like there's not that much more written than what you read in the bubbles, mm. right? And so much of what she writes about is unspoken. Yeah. Uh, non-communication. Yeah. People not telling each other the yeah. things they need to tell each other. Uh, bottling up exterior versus interior and the things that we project versus the things that are going on inside, right? And so those are like... Those will fall on you. A lot of those fall on you as, and as do, the artist. And I love it. That's why I think our work <laughs> does go together. But when you're just reading it, yeah. I have an idea, but sometimes I don't know because it's so... It's just a person being like, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, in the, the thing. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, but like, what does she really feel? You know what I mean? Like, so... Um, so yeah, it is like kind of a, a challenge. Uh, well, let's take let's take that specific. I don't even know if that's like a, a specific example, right. but let, let's take this idea of I'm fine. Right. And you're sitting there, and and you, you you just can't really wrap your head around it for whatever reason. Right. Um, is there a lot of communication happening back and forth? Are you going to try to There's translate slight, it? Slight. There is slight communication back and forth for clarific like a clarification yeah. thing like that. Um, I try to make... I just try to make it make sense to me. You know? If it doesn't make sense... I, you know, I want her to obviously like what we come up with. But uh, I try to... I just try to make it make sense to myself. Yeah. Or, you know, um, create themes or echoes back with the images um, that make sense to me. And then we... Um, we edited this one much more aggressively together mm-hmm. than we did Skim, which is basically she did the yeah. things, I did the things, we put them together, and that was it. This one, we we, had, we, were, we were trying to finesse characters together yeah. at the sketch phase and stuff like that. So we were going back and forth quite a bit before we even sent it to the publisher. She never she never just sits you down and says, you just you didn't get this... Like, not really. <laughs> which honestly, it's like I mean, we, we'll both be like, I'm not. I don't think this is like quite working. Yeah. For whatever reason, and I don't know why. What do you What do you think? What do you think is missing? Da, 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 da. And that's freaking torture, and is a special kind of hell <laughs> of just like I don't know what how to make this better and like how did it, but. Again, that's why it's great to have somebody with you, yeah. you know, and collaborating with you. And how how helpful is it that you've known this person your entire life? Well, I didn't know her that well, okay. to be honest, when we were growing up. I grew up in Calgary, and she grew up in uh, Toronto. Yeah. So opposite, opposite sides, sides of the country, yeah. and, and I didn't know her that well. And it's only when I went to college in Ontario that we sort of started hanging out as friends. So I didn't know her that well at all. Yeah. It was just that we did the small thing, and that was great. And I found out that we got along really well. We complimented each other. And um, it's really incredible what has happened, actually. But um, it started off very with no plan. Like, we didn't plan to make YA books. We were just like, let's just do this thing, you yeah. know? Um, again, I can't emphasize how lucky I've been in a weird way. Because there's no, like strategy to anything <laughs> do, you, do you get I mean, again like getting on this sort of like new agey thing do you, do, you, do you get the sort of like well yeah we we have common you know DNA <laughs> whatever like maybe there's something to be said about that um, I think what we have well our dads are brothers yeah. and they're very funny dry people 
Like, just really very, very dry humor. So I think that we have a similar sort of family. Our moms are similar in some ways. And we both were sort of wannabe alternative kids, like girls. And she went to a private girls' school, and I went to public school. But, you know, you're thinking there's a little bit like of a... I'm such an outsider, yeah. like, which is so funny and lame, I realize. But uh, I think we had a similar background in that way, right? Yeah. So we, um, I totally get what she's trying to do. And I, t- and I totally get the, um, some, of the theme- some of the themes of, like, non-communication yeah. and bottling up and uh, not being able to tell people uh what you want to say you know like i we're maybe we, we're obviously very similar in that way too. yeah <laughs> are, are are you are you pursuing the, the writing aspect more aggressively just because it's a challenge um i find it m- more interesting not not okay I, I take that back i don't i find it um i find it uh challenging and also, those are the, some of the things that have come to me more recently, you know, like they approach me job wise, time yeah. stuff, right? And it's like, um, and then I was working on this book for a year, and so I was saying no to a lot of illustration stuff. And, um, uh, and then sort of it was very hard to go back to like just full-time illustration in a way. Um, again, I still very, I really do love it. Yeah. Um, and it will always be a part of my life and I'm, I still get a lot out of it but uh, I did miss having um, something that we I guess it's personal work in a weird way I mean it's it's not it's not personal I mean adventure what you do for adventure time is not personal but you're access, you're using your brain in a different way mm-hmm. and I was sort of like that's that's interesting that's sort of I'm, I don't know how to do that yet like, I'm yeah. so comfortable with illustration and I'm not comfortable with this other thing you know, yeah, it's the, it's the thing we were talking about before. Hey, yeah. this is kind of interesting, and I don't know if I can do it forever, but you know, yeah, it's, like, it, it's, it's interesting for now. It's tough, though. I mean, it, it's 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 hard to start exploring these these things in a way when you're when you've established yourself. You know, when when you know that, uh, yeah, <laughs> when you sit down and write that book, that a lot more people are going to see it than when it was just a photocopy mini comic. Yeah, well, it. I mean, part of it is economics too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Um, it's hard to walk away from something that is seems steady and lucrative yeah. for something that is a little bit more like uh, unknown, yeah. you know, but I'm not the first cartoonist to like ponder economics, yeah. you know what I mean? And like doing what you want and yeah. do, versus doing what you need to do to, and eating food and mm-hmm. Da, 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 living da. in New York City. Living in New York City or having a kid or whatever, yeah. whatever. It's like, that's just life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was Did, did teaching start as, as an economic pursuit? No, I actually, I really do. I mean, it drives me crazy sometimes because you, you're so wrapped up in like these 21 or 22 year olds Mm -hmm. lives because they're at a really pivotal time, you know, where they're like half the time I, my question, my question is to them. It's like, well, what do you want from this? (laughs) You know, it's like, well, it's like, what do you hope to accomplish? Do you, is it, I always try to 
guide it to some sort of like industry thing because that's what I'm interested in. I'm in, I'm not really so interested in gallery work where you're just doing your own thing and it's like it, nobody it doesn't matter because nobody's it's just my uh, just do drawings of my friends because you're a little more pragmatic. About I'm a little it. bit more pragmatic because I find that more interesting yeah. and that's what I know. So it's sort of like it's just asking. It's like, what do you want from this? What do you want from life? Like, because I can tell you about how much what your I can approximate what your lifestyle is going to be if you say I want to be a children's book <laughs> yeah. illustrator. Okay, well, your next five lo- years might look like this. I want to yeah. be in. I, w- I just want to work in make stuff for little gallery shows. Okay, well, you're this is what you might have to do to make that happen. You're you know? exactly the teacher people need at art school. I guess like, so. I, I don't there's know. just not enough, especially yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Like, I think that they. It's a hard. It's hard, and it's just like I can't tell you what you should do. Yeah. Or what you need to do. Um, cause I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know for myself in a way, but it's, but just go back to your question. I, so it drives you a little, like you get so wrapped up. It's a lot of emotional energy to like teach, but I, I get so much back from it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's probably causing you to sort of, you go back and kind of examine like how your own career has worked out. Oh God. I mean, it's, it's, uh. It is. It's like you remember that feeling of indecision and like, what am I about? And do I want to do this? And is it, you know, it's like being a just, just like the gumption to like pursue something creative as your life and your life's work is like so terrifying. And so I can completely remember. And it's nice to be reminded of that. And then they get out and they start grinding. They start like grinding and grinding and grinding. And I'm like, Oh, I remember that. Like, that was, like, such a great time. It was so exciting. Yeah. So, like, you're doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, you know, uh, and all everybody's in there grinding with you, and you're working all the time, and it's, like, and now I feel like I'm at the next stage where I'm trying to, like, think about broader life, maybe, and, like, how to balance and sort of, like, how to work a lot but then not be defined by the work. Well, that's in a, that way, that's, that's the thing, though, and and, and and I get this too as 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 a writer that that yeah, I mean the the idea of really trying to establish yourself, you know, m- maybe that's a little bit on the back burner, but um, really trying to figure things out creatively and really trying to figure things out job wise, kind of never really goes away. No, because it, it's it's not a thing that you figure out and then it's set. Yeah. I mean, you're not like yeah, there's in, a lot of banking stuff out of something. your control yeah. too. I mean, even banking stuff can happen, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but it, there's not. I, I, what I'm saying is, you know, in in I, it seems like the vast majority of jobs in the world, there's a fairly set path right. that you can follow if you want to. I think I I don't know. Uh, I feel like it. Everything can. I, I, this is sure. just my personality. I feel like anything, everything can go away. Oh, of course. Instantly. Yeah, absolutely. And so. I'm sort of. I feel like I'm always trying to like mentally protect myself. For good and bad, and being like, this could all go away, and then what? Then what would you do? Who would you be if yeah. nobody wants to pay you to do all this crap oh, I have, anymore? I have that, you know, I, I, I've, like, anytime I see a homeless person, you know, anytime I, I have a sort of like, you know, apocalyptic visions of um, how marketable, like how, not be marketable, but like, what am I actually doing? doing like what what kind of what what kind of a skill is it is it actually in the real world right that it seems a lot easier for that to go away you just yeah and it's it's also you don't really have as much control as you think you do yeah it's like if somebody somebody is choosing to pay you somebody's choosing to 
give you a job or write a book or whatever, write a TV show. And it's like, that's somewhat out of your control. Yeah. You know, like, so I try to think of the things you actually do have some control over. And I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, we're talking as if we are, did we were discovering something so freaking like, uh, Profound. Revo- profound and yeah. revolutionary, but it, that's just the age. How old are you? Uh, 33. I'm 34. Yeah. So you're just at that impasse where you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Like there's, there's like life is long. <laughs> yeah. Especially these days. But you, and you, but, and then you, and then you get back to this idea of romanticizing, um, the early days because when you were, when, when you were making photocopies, like right. you had complete control over something. I think that when you're younger, too, you think that there is... You made it. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I I was there, and now I'm here. Yeah. And, like, I'm at the top of the mountain because I have a book. And sure. it's just like... You can see... You can you can chart your progress. Yeah. And it's just a funny, very sweet, yeah. but also, like, very innocent way of, like, thinking about it. You know? It's like that... Um, uh, it, it, that's what it looks like to to the outside, I guess. I guess I, I, I'm kind. Of, I, I think I'm kind of the opposite, where I feel like I've never anything I've done isn't there. You right. know that there's always right. there's always another level to get at. Right. And hopefully that's what drives me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what my next level looks like. Yeah. Like I think I knew when I was starting illustration, like these are the kind of clients I would like to work with. These are the kind of projects I would like to work with. Yeah. And I'm so lucky and through a lot of hard work and all the other rest of it like I I did accomplish a lot of that not all of it you know and I again still want to do some of that but it's like it is it's uh it's weirdly it's terrifying and liberating to not know what the next step is you know so, so part of the fun of, of, of listening to an interview like this is you, you kind of you, you start from 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 the the mind frame of whatever is on the mind of the interviewer at the time that the interview started. Uh, for me, it was this giant convention that that I had uh, just arrived at the uh, New York Comic Con, which um, I mean, quite quite frankly, you know, over the past few years, I've I've been trying to avoid these 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 larger comic conventions. I don't want to say like the plague. It's not quite like the plague, but you know that you got to go all the way to the Javits Center. It's all the way on the other side of of Manhattan, and, and you have to get your press pass. I know this this is a lame thing to complain about, but just stick with me for a second. You have to get your press pass, and then you have to wander through all of these crowds of, of people in, in, in costume. Um, so so very much at the forefront of my mind when I, I sat down with, with Jillian, it was uh, actually one of two interviews that I did at New York Comic Con this this year. It was uh, Both of them were for first second. It was her and Cory Doctorow, which we'll be getting to in a couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, you know, I was, I was very much thinking of... I guess the the plight of of the independent cartoonist, the plight of the alternative cartoonist, uh, in a space like New York Comic Con, it's it's such. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, obviously it's a strange thing on 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 on, on numerous levels. I mean, it's just it's just kind of a, a weird show in general. Like, it's it's sort of the the younger cousin to San Diego Comic Con, and just become, become this huge pop culture show. It's not really. 
about comics in the way that comic conventions used to be about comics and blah blah blah. But you know, and on top of that, the 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 layer of being a uh, you know, relatively small cartoonist, and I, and I just mean that from the standpoint of not being somebody who's working for for Marvel and DC. Obviously, Jillian Tamaki is, uh, is 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 well established in her own right. She's had a, a couple of New York Times bestsellers, which you know is is, is about as as good as it gets in this world. But I, you know, I mean from the standpoint of. Um, you know, you're not you're not drawing drawing the Incredible Hulk, or you're you didn't you're actually probably even uh, more appropriately you didn't ever play the Incredible Hulk. These are the sorts of people that um, you know that, that are really getting the big draws at shows like this. So it's really fascinating. It's a very very different world from the the conventions that I'm used to going to. You know, the the, the Mochas and the SPXs and things like that. The shows that are really tailored toward towards the independent cartoons. Anyway, that's my really long-winded saying, way of saying that uh, that's 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 kind of how I was I was interested in, in in starting the conversation. We started there, but I think we took it to, to some some very uh, very interesting places. Um, you know, really re- really fascinated by um, you know Jillian's approach to writing. You know, she didn't really she she didn't she didn't enter comics from that world. She her 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 two big books uh, this one summer, which just came out this year for a second, and uh, Skim, which is which came out uh, in two thousand eight, both done with her cousin Rico, and and Rico sort of handled the the, the vast majority of, uh, of of the writing duties on those. Um, they did some collaboration from there, but Jillian was doing most of the drawing, and you know not not nearly as as much of. Um, not as much as the you know of the the narrative scripting. I mean, you know, obviously, if you're drawing comics, you're um, the, the the writer's still leaving a, a fair amount uh, to the imagination. But um, kind of kind of fascinated at the way that uh, the, the way that she she's been approaching that. Um, and really a, a a bummer. I probably shouldn't even mention this. It's it's probably not mentioning worth mentioning the things we didn't get to over the course of the interview. But but really bummed. Uh, that the final inter- the final question I wanted to ask her a question about Adventure Time because she's she's been working uh, she, she's been doing some writing for for Adventure Time um, but but right after I, I asked the question right after we got into it I looked down at my my watch and realized that that, uh, that it was time for her to go so um, if nothing else a good excuse to do a, a follow up interview with Jill she's here she's here in New York so you know we can we can we can probably work that out uh, so thanks so much to her for taking the time to do that thanks to Gina. At uh, at first second for for setting that up. Uh, thanks to Brian as always for editing this thing together. Thanks to everybody, the Boing Boing Podcast Network. You can find many fine Boing Boing podcasts over over on iTunes. You'll find our show over there. While you're on iTunes, you should take that opportunity. You can rate the show. You can write a review. The, I, I guess you can you know you can subscribe there 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 are at least three things that you can do with the show over on iTunes uh, if you've got any feedback beyond the five stars that you're just about to give the show you can send us an email it's reylcast at gmail.com we've got a Tumblr site that's the the, the first and arguably the best place to, to, to find the show it's reylcast.tumblr.com everything goes up there first um, hours if not days before you'll find it anywhere else uh, we've got so many good shows lined up. I, you know, actually, just I, I literally just wind up, lined up another interview uh, moments before recording this outro. So stay tuned because uh, we will be back just about this time next week with another episode of R A Y L.